Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Teach Me Pokemon, the podcast. I'm your host, Corey, and along with my co-host, Jared, we're best friends, been playing Pokemon for a very long time. Pokemon World, welcome to the premier Pokemon podcast to learn the TCG game, Pokemon, the amazing game that it is, Teach Me Pokemon, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Corey, with my co-host, Jared, a little under the weather, but he's toughing it out. You're, you're like you're like in round five at a regionals right now, Jared, not feeling well, but you're, you're four and one. And you're like grinding. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm like, I you know, I needed a lunch and I didn't have one. Didn't, and uh, my you? voice is gone from yelling, judge, judge, judge <laughs> during my matches. And, and yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's what you're doing. Uh, but to help us through, we have a veteran of the game. Uh, Tyler Mitchell is here on the podcast in person, a celebrity. Uh, you've dealt the final hand at the World Series of Poker main event. Isn't that true, Tyler? You did that? That's correct. I, most recently in 2023, I was the dealer who uh, dealt the $12.1 million Jack, King Jack offsuit hand to um, Dan Weinman, who won $12.1 million. Wow. I wonder how, poker. How, how sweaty were your palms? Were they, or were you just calm and cool when you dealt? Uh, not as weak were my knees oh. as... <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that scene where you like deal it and he wins and then you have to scurry off. Like you like pick up your chair thing you were sitting on and then you like ran off the set just to like get yeah. out of the way, I guess, or something. Well, so when they when they make a wager, yeah, of course I try to lean in to make sure my face gets some exposure. The cameras are not pointed <laughs> at me for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, in that moment it's all about the champion there. So I was actually trained on to do that. As soon as you pitch the the la as soon as the river comes out. The winner is declared by mucking the losing hand, and then you take your chair, get out of frame, and make sure the cameras are cool. pointing at the winner. I love it, man. Well, I love it. So let me make a connection here. So, so Jason Klasinski, who is maybe arguably him and Tord kind of one two greatest Pokemon players ever. Jason has had a nice poker career, or went and played professional poker back in the day. There's some translation between Pokemon and poker, right? So. That's why Tyler was such a good Pokemon. It is. Too. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I think that's why we like it so much because it's, it's about calculating your odds. Um, there's more person play, I would say, in poker, but it's at the end of the day, it's about outs. 
It's about playing towards outs and both games share that. Now your winnings in poker may be a little bit more, but it is exciting to see Pokemon purses go up this year. Yeah. So I think I think Tyler's a great great guest to have on with us today. He is. Tyler's an amazing guest. You, uh, you know, roommates with us in college. We go way back. Uh Tyler was with us when we were at the height of our playing career back in the Secret Wonders Diamond and Pearl days. Uh, Jared and I relived a little bit of that the other day, trying to, t- to t- what what level X's were in what set and those things. Tyler came with us to Austin, Texas. And now people, this is how long we've been playing this game. Austin had no Pokemon scene back then. Uh, there's a great scene now. But we went to uh, what you'd call maybe the first kind of sanctioned tournament. This was not a league challenge or this wasn't back then there were cities and battle roads and there might even been something even below that or whatever, but this was just a tournament and we were going. So Tyler threw a deck together. Tyler, tell us what was in your deck. Do you remember what was a part of the deck that you ran? Jared and I do, but I want to hear you say it. Yeah, of course. I, you say I'm a veteran of the game. I'm I'm a veteran because I attended this one tournament, <laughs> <laughs> and I had I I met uh, we met Aaron uh, who led me. We all met through intramurals. We were all intramural officials, and honestly, it was the greatest group of guys and so much fun. And it was always fun. Yep. My parents would come visit, and they hated that I lived there because it was too much fun. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so when we were when y'all were going to that tournament, I wanted to hang out with you guys and, and join the roommate. Um, you know the roommate thing that we the had. roommate pastime. Yeah, sure. Well, we, whatever what we you did, want to call man. it. We went to college and, and I Pokemon. asked. I want to say that I asked both of you guys, hey, if y'all could suit me a deck that is just the most basic of deck that any infant could could follow, and you guys said we have the perfect one. <laughs> it was uh, it was called a Skittles deck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and the and the the main cr- the main guy you got to catch is uh, was Ho. <laughs> And I caught him. Uh-oh. Oh, I caught Ho. Oh, you caught him, uh, all right. Yep. And then there were some thing. There were some birds underneath it. Like, uh, <laughs> do you remember like a, what you? Because in the deck you had to, you had to get energy on the Ho for it to do more. You remember the energy cards, Tyler? The different. Well, of colors. course I remember that okay. part. Do you remember yes. the name of the bird that allowed you to attach energy cards from your deck to this Ho? Where you just you evolved this bird. And then it let you look at the top, was it eight cards, Jared? Ten? Eight or ten? I believe it was eight. And then all the energy you found there you could put on the Ho-Oh. Yeah, um, I'm actually Googling now, and I still can't find it. So I think you're <laughs> making this up. No, there were two birds, like a Charizard. <laughs> Charizard. It was a white bird. A it white was, bird. Um, well, that doesn't, you know, that won't help me. I but, know. Uh, it started with a T. It started with a T. The second letter. Oh, you have it. You're so yeah. To, 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 you attach all your different energies and then it could like do a bunch of damage. But do you remember Tyler, the Ho-Oh had an ability that yes. said if it got knocked out. So if your opponent knocked it out, they still took a prize, but you got to flip a coin. And if heads 
it, the Ho'o remained in play. You didn't have to discard it. You could just keep it there. You and just all keep the going. cards on it, and just keep. That's it. What, that was the simplicity of it. That was yes. the simplicity of it. Is we mm-hmm. and that was and it was like a little bit of chance. Had some dice roll in there, which we figured would be good for you. And you did really well, man. I, I don't remember your record, but. Well, you, I, it's funny you mentioned that. You, you're leaving out a key part no, of the story. No, I'm not, really. I'm not well, sure. the, I don't want to claim house champion, but we <laughs> did meet in like like the quarterfinals of this tournament in Austin at a sanctioned event at a card house near the UT campus. Uh, Pokemon sanctioned. I entered with go. my hoe. And, and sorry, while, while we're quizzing each other here, <laughs> what deck did you enter with? <laughs> Uh, I I ran an Infernape deck. I, I remember right. it discarded fighting, fighting Infernape. Was it fighting? It was fighting. It was, it was the it... fighting. It was fighting one. And yep. it like discarded two fire energy or, or fighting energy. It did. I I can't remember the elements to it, but I, it had like some sort of mechanism with discarding energy and it did more damage or something. Well, it... you're you're fi- you're fighting Infernape met the Skittle eaten. <laughs> It didn't stand a chance. I'm pretty sure you you flipped no tails the whole game, and uh, I hated that deck. I I just couldn't stand Skittles. Said the guy. (laughs) Said the guy who created it. (laughs) Not created, but uh, you're right. You did you did do better than me. Um, And uh, our buddy Aaron, uh, running Frostlass, um, Bronzong, Bronzong. (laughs) There's the Inferno. Oh, there. Close combat. Yeah. Yeah. Discard two energy attached and it does 20 to each of your opponent's bench. Yeah. There was some discarding. Yeah. Why did this not do better? Free retreat, too. This is so good. This Infernape. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, producer. Producer Mike, Cor- for pulling up the Infernape there. That's awesome. Yeah. Corey, I love what you're talking about, but literally, when I hear the words coming out of your mouth, all I'm hearing is, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand. And honestly, to this day, I don't know how I beat you that one. Yeah. Honestly, the, the moon must have been in the right position. The winds were blowing the right direction. I don't know what happened to leave me to, be- to beat you that day, but it was a very quiet ride back to Waco from <laughs> <laughs> probably, it probably was. We, we know was. it's yeah. Just... When Aaron, when Aaron and Jared are at table one in the championship match, <laughs> the, the, I agree with you. The moon and the winds are blowing. So, so, so Aaron had Frostlass, Bronzong, right? Jared, yeah. And what, what were you running? You remember? What were you on that day? Was, was I it don't a, remember? Was it like? Was it? It wasn't like Meg Mortar. I think you would have tried something. No, else. I think it may have been. It may have been the tool deck. Actually, oh. it may have been. It may have been the Miss Magius tool deck. Oh yeah, that might have been it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to the beginners that are trying to keep up, how many options are there? How many setups are there? Man, there's a lot of different decks. I mean, that you know, that's a great segue, Tyler. Thank you. Sometimes we we forget that we're teaching here and we just get wrapped up into old stories and meta. But yeah, I mean, we that is a testament to you can you can pick up a deck and go to a tournament and do well as long as you kind of know what it does. Like we sat down with Tyler probably for a couple hours, told you like this is what you do, this is what this card does, and you were able to take that knowledge and go to a, a tournament and you did well. And I still think that is a uh, is super super important here um yeah now now we got we got limitless pulled up um yeah go to uh hit hit uh tournaments there hit hit tournaments <laughs> yeah i like it uh yeah here sit here for a second 
Um, but yeah, so that is cool. So it's like, yeah, hit regionals Gendis in, in Poland here. That's, that's what we're going to talk about here. But I, I think that is in a cool aspect, Tyler, you could pick that, you could pick up that deck back then and probably have gone to a, a, a regionals or back then a state championship. And I think Tyler would have done okay. Don't you think I think you're? so too. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. So, so let's transition. We're going to, uh, Tyler, you're going to stick with us here. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to honestly interject more wisdom into this conversation. Yeah, to keep interjecting <laughs> more wisdom. So we're gonna now yeah. fast forward. That was what two thousand nine, maybe two thousand something. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I yeah. haven't played. I haven't played Pokemon since, which is a shame because honestly, I feel it's one of those things where I just want to retire on top. Yeah, um, I think I have. I don't know, man. Tyler, good, Dennis, good single guy like you in the great city of Austin. What else are you gonna do but go to your local league? <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> you could you could meet some women at these tournaments, like for sure. Like I think your your future wife is there right now playing at a tournament somewhere. And what deck would she be using? She is probably running a Lost Box. I think she'd be a Lost Box player. Could she, could she handle my ho ho? She probably would very much handle your ho ho. In fact, Does she want to toga kiss this ho ho. <laughs> what I mean? Not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but you know who did want to play against or you know who didn't want to hit lost box jared the winner of the tournament the winner of this poland tournament and i'm not going to even try to why well, I, I am going to try lukash lukash good no no the name of the city gendish oh yeah don't 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 risk that okay i'm not going to try it so it was in poland this was last weekend we had a deck that i'm so sad that won because I have been on this thing for a while, and I just don't think I can run it now for San Antonio. But Lucas had Snorlax stall, and he stalled his way to a championship here. And I just am like, I, 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 I'm shocked, but not shocked at the same time. Again, I'm a little depressed because this is, honestly, man, this is this is a deck I've been practicing, and I love a good controlled uh, stall deck. But Jared, let me read you the pathway to the championship, okay? And then you tell me if this could have been duplicated again in another way. You ready? Hit me. So he goes first round Gardevoir, second round Gardevoir. Those would be tough matchups, but he got them early. Maybe, you know, the players aren't, you're not, you're not warmed up yet in rounds one and two. So he gets those wins. Then he goes Lugia, win. Charizard, win. Inteleon, win. Those are give me's, gimme's. So he's five and oh without even really trying here. Then you go with a tough matchup, Roaring Moon. He gets the W there. That would have been a tough match. But then you go Charizard again, gets a win. Mew ties, which is fascinating, because that should be an easy win. Maridon, he loses, which is tough. That's probably a coin flip. Then you go Charizard win. Mew loss, which again, kind of surprising. Then you go Maridon win. So now you're in round 12, right? Then you go round 13, round 14, both Inteleons. Awesome matchups for you. Yep, awesome matchups. Then round 15, which I can't confirm this, but he, he matched up against a Palkia, which I do think would be tough, but there was a tie here, and I think it was to ID into top eight is, is what my guess would be. I don't know if they actually played this match. But then your top eight for Mr. Lucas on Snorlax, Charizard, Charizard, Charizard for the W. And if you could create a pathway for yourself, that's the pathway you create for a Snorlax deck. What didn't what he didn't play toward in his lost box? He didn't play any of these no. other lost boxes. No lost Tina's. No. That's man. If you could tell me, Jared, in San Antonio, I don't have to play lost box or lost Tina. I'm playing Starlax right now. 
Well, but I mean, this is what we always talk about. And I think Tyler would agree with this, with his experience in poker. Like the game is not purely skill. It's not. There is a lot of skill that goes into Pokemon. There's a lot of skill that go into poker, but you got to hit the brakes at the right moments to get to the end of the game. And what I think this does more than anything is it just solidifies the fact that this is an S tier deck. This is an S tier deck right now. Like if you don't think it is, and if you don't think it could win, there was almost a thousand people in this tournament and it's the number one deck right now. I, I, so I, 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 I think it is worth running. I do think there are some easy techs to really mess with this deck, especially in the latest set. But I, I, I agree with you. That's that's a beautiful pathway. I am confused by the Mew losses. I, I, w- I would love to see what happened in those matchups. But, you know, he avoided the things that he needed to avoid, and he won the tournament because of it. Yeah, I, I'm looking at day two here, like stats. It, it it doesn't. I think this is the top ten usages from the. So Maridon had an eighteen percent usage rate in day two. That only this the lowest this goes down to is Shin Pao at 095 percent, and there's wow. nothing lower. So Snorlax, he might have been the only one in day two on this wow. deck. So yeah, not not a ton of people pilot it. You know, understandably, like, but I don't know, man. Sometimes it just feels like maybe it's the deck to play. You know, I don't know. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I I, I, I feel like I want to run it, but I'm not sure. There was uh, regionals in uh, Brisbane, in Australia, Tyler. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're one of your old stomping grounds, kind of, maybe. Oh, Queen, home of the Queenslanders. Go Maroons. There you go. Go, the Mar- go Maroons. Uh, we had two finishes top eight had Snorlax, sixth and seventh. So... I don't know, man. Maybe it is catching some buzz here. I'm not sure. Uh, well, how would you will. How would you correlate this deck to a poker analogy, if you could? If you were to put a percentage behind it, would you say it's like 20% of the time where it's a coin flip to, to, to running good versus skill, putting yourself in a good position? Can you, can you expound a little bit more on that? Yeah, no, great question. I would say it is like you always get to play on the button, so you get to see all the action in front of you, but you you you're you don't maybe get to see like uh you, maybe you get to see one of your cards, not not both of your cards, like face down, like where you're like, all right, guys, I'm I'm only looking at one card, because then you're kind of you're seeing their reaction. This is a very reactionary deck. You you yep. you are sitting there, and it is all about the player in front of you, what they're gonna do, and then what they do, then you react. So on the button, you you can bet. Right, Tyler, you can mm-hmm. you can raise, you can fold, like mm-hmm. you get all the things in front of you of what you want to do. So I think it's like playing on the button. That'd be and, and, and contrastingly, uh, if that's a word, uh, using the Ho Skittles deck, it's like getting a mulligan on a river. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like oh, I didn't like that that seven of spades. I need another card, please. Next one. And if yeah. and if you're if you're tuning in for the first time, or like Tyler, I don't think Tyler knows what this deck does. Tyler, this deck does not attack. Mm. Yeah, it is in it is incapable in the the, the the lists that are put together right now. It runs no energy. Yeah, mm. except a couple of the variants that run one water with the carbomitable, which is that that which is what Lucas did. He ran that. Version. Yes, yeah, yes, one which water. is good in the mirror match. But this deck literally is trying to deck you out. They win this game by making you draw all the cards in your deck. It is a long, grueling game unless you forfeit. Yep. Unless you forfeit. And then you can go to lunch early if you do that. So I promote that. 
Um, but looking at this top eight, uh, you have Robin Schultz, right? Past world's champ here. You have Tord, who, you know, everyone knows Tord. Tyler Tord is one of the best players in all of Pokemon. So you had him in also this. One of the best names in Pokemon as well. There you yeah. go. Yeah. He, he is the Phil Ivy of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because I'm the Phil Ivy of poker dealers. <laughs> Crazy. Of, you know, didn't Phil Ivy have, have a good career with Full Tilt? Didn't all that go really well with him? Or maybe not. Yeah, he wasn't involved. Yeah, Come down. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I mean, he, he got his uh, money and got out. Okay. He got his money and got out. So, uh, yeah. So good top eight. Uh, you know, I think a good uh, roadmap to maybe San Antonio. You know, NA, NA players, North American players, definitely, I think, have different deck styles than maybe some European players. So I don't know if this is going to be an easy snapshot to take this and say what, because San Antonio, Tyler, or for our listeners, that's our next regionals coming up. So if you are new to the game, maybe you got cards over Thanksgiving or you had break and you picked up a deck that you haven't picked up in a while and you're like, I'm going to go to a tournament. We have a big one coming up here. And as you're prepping for that, it really some of the best ways to prep for a major tournament is to look at past tournaments and see what's been popular uh, to get an idea of maybe what you should run. So, you know, if you look at day one breakdown, you had Maridon was number one, 16%. What was number two, Jared? What do you think? Uh, in, in Poland at our, at our, uh, I would, I would, I would guess Charizard or Gardevoir. You were spot on. Gardevoir is actually two, but 11%. Gar- Charizard was third at basically 11%. So you were right there. Shinpao, Giratina, Roaring Moon, Roaring Moon uh, the Fusion Mew, then the uh, Double Colorless Mew. So uh, not as much Iron Valiant as I thought there'd be. 4%. Yeah. That's, that's surprising. Do you think people have like adjusted to that? And that's why? I just think I, I'm just a firm believer that it's 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 going to steamroll some things, and then in those matches with high HP Pokemon, it's it's going to be a less than fifty percent win rate, yeah. right? Like, so I think you're hoping for a tournament that's big Gardevoir and Charizard, which should have worked, right? Number two and three decks were Gardevoir and Charizard, yeah. But um, I think it was other things like the Mew and this Palkia, which we should talk about being prevalent, that probably hurt it a lot in, in, in its day two. Sure. No. Yeah. And I, and I would agree with you with that. Um, was there anything on stream that you saw that surprised you in any of these matchups? I know you were able to catch some of it. I think toward just going off of Gardevoir is really fun yeah. for, for that and seeing how he's working and all these things like bet that San Antonio won't have, 50 to 80 copies of this deck that he just ran in Europe, like mm-hmm. to the T. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really fun. Um, but I didn't see anything crazy. I think the other fun thing was to watch Luke on this Palkia. Like this Palkia always seems to like poke up in my mind. It's kind of like Darkrai. You like, oh, Darkrai, Darkrai is strong in day two. And you're like, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. You hear Palkia as a day two. I'm not surprised by that. It's like, it's always like this A tier high B tier deck that can make splashy results. And it got third place in this tournament. Well, yeah. And then, you know, you pair it. I mean, you go through the deck list. I mean, you had ice rider in here, which is just not <laughs> prevalent in a lot of decks right now, but brought that back. Still the one Shin Pao. You have the sweet coon, you know, you always can apply pressure with the Greninja in order to snipe and stuff like that. The Mew EX in here to take advantage of copying attacks. And you can put the energy on it from the Palkia V star ability um, some spirit tomb for some lockdown or, or ability lock on those basic uh basic ex and you know gx and all this stuff and so or v's 
Um, sorry, V Pokemon, the spirit tomb stocks of V Pokemon. So, uh, really cool, man. I, I like the box setup here, um, from the Palkia. I don't know if it's something we'll see moving forward, but I do, I do like the creativity and I think there's a lot of options, uh, to work off of, uh, especially it's with the, the ice rider. I think that was cool. Yeah. And it's a gutsy pick given how much Maridon and electric Pokemon there are. You run in water into a very popular deck field right now. And I mean, there wasn't a Maridon in the top eight. So good mm -hmm. pick. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Okay. So preparing for, for San Antonio, I, I get to go. I'm going. So our buddy Logan's coming with me. We're going to play in this regionals. Uh, Jared, I still don't know what I'm running. I have no idea. I need to pick. Like I need like to give myself a deadline, like, like mm -hmm. by tomorrow at midnight. And cause I got to start getting these cards. What do you think I should run? What, what is, or give me three decks because I, I think I should have three ready and then on the drive down, just, okay, grabbing this and I'm going to play. So it is what, what knowing me and what, and what the field could be, do you have any suggestions for me? I have three. I have three. Okay. I, and I'll, I, it is what, um, I'm going to say it as like your head, your heart and your gut. Oh, okay. the head, the heart, and the gut. Okay. The head, the heart, and the gut. All right. Where are we starting on my body? Uh, you you pick, and I'll tell you what <laughs> what that part of your body would say. <laughs> let's let's start with my head. Let's go there. Your head we'll is telling you. Your head is telling you to run Gardevoir. Mm. It's you're a seasoned Gardevoir player. This is a deck that can easily day two. You're a strategic player. You love getting down in prizes mm. and coming back, and you don't mind that. So your head logically is telling you for the love Corey, don't run a rogue deck <laughs> be smart run this throw a little tech in there if you need to yep. but for the love listen yeah. to me and run gardevoir yeah it just makes it, you're right my head is telling me that i i have this like if i do well i maybe could prove to my wife that i could go to another one that can't ex escape me so i'm like but you know she doesn't understand all the mechanisms of this, so I'm like, discard it. Like, is day two enough to get her approval? I, I I don't know if it is. And it, but if it was, I think Gardevoir, yeah, go go six two and one, go into day two and feel pretty good. But I don't know if it gets to top eight. But okay, all right, okay, that's the head. Okay, what's below the head? Uh, go to the go to the heart, the heart. and then the gut. Yeah, I, I think your heart was a little torn out by this past tournament. Ugh. And your heart still wants to run Snorlax. Yeah. It does. It yearns for control, Corey. <laughs> it loves watching the person apart uh, across from you suffer as you inevitably have the best hand. You have the nuts. If you're running Snorlax, you're running. You have you have the nuts. Yeah. Like I do. I do. poker, poker reference out there for everybody, not talking about testicles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have those too, but yeah, not 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 metaphorically. Uh, and then and then then there's your gut. Yeah. And this is this is you're fundamentally a rogue player. You're not you're not a meta man. You're yeah. fundamentally a rogue player. And there's a deck that you've been playing a lot oh, yeah. on live. Okay. That you love okay. because it does everything that you love to do. Okay. And your gut is telling you to run Zorar. <laughs> it's telling you your gut is saying I can win. It's saying I can take this deck to prominence where no other person has. I don't want to listen to my heart. I don't want to listen to my head. My gut says I'm taking my Zorark deck. Oh, I just think it can win. I I've had an issue. This is my issue late of late the, yesterday. 
is if if there is a run of iron hands that 120 gets the gets the zorark and it's and and what was happening to me was I would have like Scythe or Caesar out there at 140 or the fighting guy at 140 and it can't knock me out, but then it would just escape rope and it, and I'd have to choose. So it's like, if I go into that matchup, I have to, I have to have two or higher HP guys than 120. So I, I, I can't get that. I can't get knocked out by it, but that's just what was mm. happening to me. And I was like, Oh, is Zorark enough to, to withstand that? And maybe I, maybe I won't have any problem with iron hands. I don't know, but you know, you're totally right. That is the head, heart, and gut right there. Those are the three decks. Are these new? Are these new decks though? Are they within the last ten years decks? Well, so in so this is a standard format, Tyler. So these cards are like from the last year and a half to to two years. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say though, some of the cards like get reprinted. So like, um, there's a trainer card called Super Rod. It allows you to put Pokemon and energy back into your deck. You might have had that in your deck. Because it's been reprinted multiple mm-hmm. times, and you can still use those cards. Fortunately, here I'm looking at you guys. We're doing a Zoom video chat, and I can see the pain in your eyes of how do I choose between Guardivar, Snorlax, and Zorark, and I have the solution right here in my hands. What is it? All right. What is? It? Well, it's fortunate for you that you. I don't know if your viewers know that you reside in Waco. Yep, we're in Waco. We're, we're, I don't know if we talk about that much, but yes. I'm here. Yes. Jared's in Tennessee. And I'm in Austin. And you are going to San Antonio. Thus, you will be driving through my domain where I live, the domain in Austin. So this is the idea. You bring all three decks and you bring a Ho-Oh deck. <laughs> I'm against you in all three. Now, whichever one prevails against Ho-Oh, yeah. you may use in San Antonio. Now, let's say you happen to beat all three, which would probably won't happen. <laughs> we then go to the clock. Which one beat Ho-Oh the quickest amount of time? Yeah. That's the deck you use. Just an idea. Sure. Again, I'm not an expert, but to quote a wise man, I am a veteran of the game. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the three that we just described, Ho-Oh would actually probably play really well into all of them because... This would be a nightmare for control because you would just get the energy back. That would be hard. Uh, lo- um, Zorark, it's all pretty low HP guys, and you'd probably hit heads a bunch of times on that Ho-Oh, so that actually might be hard. And then Gardevoir, I don't know, it's low HP. So, I mean, that one might have the easiest of the matchups against Ho-Oh, but I still think you'd hold up. You'd hold up. Well, this is, But this is the most interesting thing that we haven't talked about. What, what was the big difference between when Tyler was playing and when we're playing now, there's, there's a, there's a, there, it was still around when Tyler was playing this, but Tyler never had experienced this in the deck he was running. But there's something that happens a lot more frequently now that I think does make Ho Oh very valuable. Um, it happens more frequently now. Uh, yeah, there's there's more Pokemon like this than there were back when we were playing in 2007 like energy acceleration or something no i I was thinking of multi-prize pokemon oh yeah there really weren't back then tyler there are there are pokemon now that if you knock them out you get to take three of your six prizes yeah that sounds like cheating (laughs) (laughs) it it kind of does feel like that sometimes but they're also a lot more like powerful they have more hp they do better attacks look at look at Look at this. Look, I don't know if you can see that on screen right there. Look at this thing. Yeah. Roaring Moon mm. 230. 
230 mm-hmm. health. You never saw anything like that in your day, Tyler. I would be careful. Logan Paul could be calling. You may want to purchase that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be hard, though? That could knock out the Ho-Oh, and Ho-Oh wouldn't get to flip. Because that is this. This would be Ho-Oh's worst nightmare right be, here. Yeah, it was damage. If that was, it was always damage. Yeah, yeah. If that was an effect, that wouldn't be good. So, yeah. Okay, Tyler. Well, I'll try to put a Ho-Oh together, um, maybe, and then uh, I'll have that just, you know, to hold close to my heart, just to think of you during the during the yeah, that's good because i i hold it close to my gut if you know what i mean <laughs> if i know what you mean we all we all maybe don't know what you mean uh <laughs> all right well that's i like that jared I'll, I'll go with that game plan we'll go into it and just see what happens i know we want to have fun you know Tord had a twitter uh post where he's like i just had fun in this tournament it's like yeah, you probably did but you you got to win though too if you're gonna have a real the goal fun. is day two Corey. the goal is day two convince the wife that these these our work trips that are worth it. I probably need top eight, man. I, I need to, you know, I, I need the, I need the cash prize. Lauren's going to be all about the, the American money. And I got to get to the American money. I, yeah. I think Lauren still thinks that it's a bunch of 12 year olds and then me in the room. And it's just like, is it not? No, totally not. What are we talking about? A bunch of old people, a bunch of well, 30, she, 30 year olds. There's a lot of, there's a lot of women at these events as well that I'm, I'm supposed to be there to meet. So she may be, she may not be happy to hear that part of the story. She, she, I think she has nothing to worry about as far as uh, that, that end goes, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right, Jared, any, any final thoughts before we, before we roll off here for the, for the, in the Pokemon world. And I think you're muted by the way, in the case you didn't want us to hear. I, I'll just, I'll just throw in a quick plug for hopefully what my weekend is. I'll be at, uh, packs unplugged um and every day there are four three round standard tournaments that you can enter into no poke no points no world's points anything like that but the winner of each of these tournaments comes home with 20 packs mm. so if all i did was played pokemon for the next three days i could enter into 12 tournaments and potentially come home with 240 packs oh my gosh that is what you have to do you're doing that I would never see the people I'm going with. It would be from eight until about nine o'clock every night. And I would play 36 <laughs> rounds of Pokemon, <laughs> which is pretty much half, you know, half of that is a regional. So yeah, half you, of that is, they're all, they're all BO yeah. ones. They're all BO ones. So what are you, what are you going to run? Do you have the deck? Ready? Well, well, I am, uh, it looks like I am going to run roaring moon for my standard. Oh, uh, excited about that it's quick good uh win or lose quickly i can get down with that but then i'm also going to be running in some glc tournaments okay explain explain the glc to the teach me pokemon audience so and to uh, to tyler Tyler. so tyler glc is called a gym leader challenge and this opens up a lot more cards not just like the last year and a half like there there are some cards in this deck right now that you would recognize from from back then uh, but what it, the rules are still 60 cards. You're only allowed to run one type of Pokemon. So you have to pick your type, water, fire, grass, whatever you want. You're not allowed to play any V, V star, G, EX, any of these super powered two prize Pokemon, anything with a text box. You're not allowed to play. I believe I may be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only one copy of every card, too. In standard, you're allowed to run four, if, if unless stated otherwise. This deck is 60 different cards. And uh, the game plays a little bit slower. 
Um, and it's a little bit fun. But what I have been handed, I did not put this together again. Shout out to our friend Logan. I am running energyless water in the GLC tournaments. Energyless so, water. Energyless water. I am attacking with cast forms that require stadiums to be in the discard pile. Um, and then I am also running a uh what our viewers would know. I'm also running everybody's favorite Cramorant. Oh. And I can get stuff into the loss zone. So there's zero energy, and I am cycling and retrieving Pokemon from the discard pile and no energy. Wait, so you're two you have two attackers. You have cast I have three I have three attackers. I have the Cramorant and two cast forms, two water cast forms. Can we see that Cramorant again? Because it looks an awfully lot like the the Ho bird. <laughs> Does it look like ho? It just seems like an, a bit of an imposter. I, I don't know. I mean, may want to check, do a do a replay. Uh, let's let's take a look real quick. So yeah, I'll show I'll show you my attackers. Got one cast form. Mm. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks exactly like Jada Kiss. Here's the ho impersonator. Jada Kiss again looks just like. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Jada Kiss, you mean Toga <laughs> Shout out to Jadakiss, by Shout, the way. Throwback to Jadakiss, throw, yes. Throwback to Jada. And uh, my last attacker in the deck is... I can't... Oh, right here. Hold on. Uh, Tyler, you may also recognize... I'm going to cover the name. I want to see if you know what Pokemon this is. <laughs> oh, okay. For people listening on the pod, it looks like an ice Pokemon. It's blue. What would that be? And it be? is one of the original Dude. 151 Pokemon. One of the oh, original, yeah. Tyler. One of the original. Um, what? And even when I Google it, I'm probably going to find it. <laughs> you're you're going to Google it real quick. <laughs> I did. I, I did. I, 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 oh, I did. I've. Uh, it, uh, it, it's related to your Ho-Oh. It, it's, a, it it's a legendary bird. It is a legendary bird. I want to say I did have a, another. There were more animals in my in my pack. Oh, there were more. Yeah. Now you only have one. Uh, but that, of course, is Articuno. Oh. It is Articuno. Well done. Dun, 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 dun. We got to get the 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 game music. Yeah. Game music. Thank you. That we you know we didn't have iPhones back in those days, did we? It's true. That's true. We're old. We did not. We're old. All right. Well, Jared. Good luck this weekend at PAX. We hope you get all the packs and all uh, the packs. I expect full report next week on the teach me Pokemon podcast so that we can prep. Absolutely. Give me Absolutely. all the insight so that we know what we're doing for San Antonio. So appreciate that. I love it. Tyler. Thank you so much that we could recap uh, the good old days, the golden days of our crew and the whole skills that piloted so well. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Always a good time talking with you guys. We love it, Tyler. Appreciate you, man. Uh, for the Teach Me Pokemon crew, this is the end of our episode. Catch us next week. And remember to check out Stray Collections with a Z, our sponsor. Check out his YouTube channel. All right, y'all. We'll see you later. You can find us at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Teach Me Pokemon podcast. Come and dive with us. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.